good people. Happy Easter, or should I say happy Resurrection Sunday. But before I begin the show, let me do my housekeeping. We know that because of COVID-19, COVID-19, Radio Free Brooklyn is not broadcasting from our normal station, which I would be at 100 Bogart Street today if I were in the studio. So we're doing a lot of home recordings. Some people are doing it live from their home. But in any event, we're still going to have a birthday. We still have a birthday coming up. And we still are looking for donations to help keep all these shows on the air. So if you want to donate, you can give money to RFBGIVE5. Text that to 44321. And you can put your donations in there. And of course, if you go to the website and you look at donations, they have, like we had before, the trivia games, then they have the t-shirts that you can buy, any little bit that you can donate, we appreciate it. So now, good people, how's everybody doing today? Happy Resurrection Sunday. And there's one thing I want to clear up before I get into this show, because I have a lot of information that I want to give to you guys today. I apologize Last week when I gave out my phone number, I gave out the wrong number. Now, I don't know. Some of you might have been trying to get in touch with me. And then again, some of you probably weren't. But in the event that you do want to get in touch with me, here's the correct number. It's 646-828-8824. And now I give out the number because sometimes you just never know. You just want to talk to somebody that is not someone immediately in your circle and you just sometimes you just need to vent or you know you just might want to drop me a comment and tell me how you love to hear my voice on the radio every Sunday morning I'll take those too <laughs> but in any in any way in any case that's the number and the reason why I gave out the wrong number last week is because I don't dial myself so I actually forgot what the number was. It was those numbers, but I had jumbled the numbers up. I think I put the eight in the four spot or something like that. But the number is 646-828-8824. And then you could always get in touch with me on my Instagram page, which is Today. So now let's get started with the show. 
Okay. You know, everybody knows what today is. Today is Easter. Today is Resurrection Sunday. And did you know that Easter is celebrated worldwide? Today, Christians around the world are celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead after his crucifixion and burial. And also, I'm sure a lot of you who attend church, you know that this is the most well-attended church service of the year. And I think Christmas comes a close second right behind it. But everyone wants to be in church on Easter because this is the most religious day for Christians. Because, you know, hey, this is where we, he shed his blood for the remission of our sins. Now, let me give you some trivia here. Of course, you know you can't find the word Easter in the Bible, right? And like Christmas, Easter is a tradition that was developed later in church history. Because you won't find any scriptures where they're celebrating Christ after he was risen in the sense of, Yes, the disciples do go around talking about him, how he came, what he taught, what he taught them, what he stood for, what their mission was. But you never hear them say, oh, yeah, and we're going to go on this Sunday of this day and we're going to, you know, we're going to celebrate the resurrection. No, they don't do that. Easter is not a holiday in the Bible. And for that sake, neither is Ash Wednesday or Lent, but... You do have those who will take ashes on Ash Wednesday, which is the beginning of Lent. And then Lent goes for 40 days until today, which is like the last day of Lent, which is Easter Sunday. And Lent is when, now mind you, Lent is not mentioned in the Bible either. But Lent is the period of time where people take to fast you know, they repent, you know, they self-denial and they do um, different spiritual, you know, spiritual studies and things like that, all for the purpose to do, to reflect on Christ and his suffering and his sacrifice and his life, you know, and the death and the burial and the resurrection. People do, they give up things for Lent to prepare themselves for this time that's coming about today. And now this is what Christians believe. Christians believe that Jesus Christ is the promised Messiah and savior of the world and that his resurrection offers us um, new life. It offers up us new life. So today I'm going to talk about not just Easter, I wanted to give you a little background in what Easter was and where it came from and how, I don't even know how they came up with the Easter. I know why they probably do celebrate the, you know, the crucifixion and the resurrection, but how they came up with the word Easter for it, that I couldn't find. Maybe one of you can do that research. Hey, that would be nice. One of you do that research and then hit me up on my Instagram and tell me what you think. Tell me what you find out and we'll discuss it on the show next week or whenever you give me the information. But I do want to tell you that it is written about him. He told the disciples that he was going to be leaving them and that he was going to rise again because it's mentioned in Matthew 28, five to eight. And it says there, but the angel answered and said to the woman, do not be afraid 
for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here for he is risen. As he said, come see the place where the Lord lay and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. So they went quickly to the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. So that was, that was the, um, Matthew taking note to show what Jesus had said about him dying and that he was going to be resurrected in three days. That was the confirmation of him being risen. So today's message I want us to talk about, I'm actually, I was doing, just like I said, to look over everything that had to do with Easter, that had to do with Palm Sunday, which was last week. I didn't even realize last week was Palm Sunday. Being on this um, social isolation or social distancing the days do run into the next. And because you're not out and about and you're not really partaking of different things that's going on, I totally forgot that last week was Palm Sunday. As you see, I didn't even mention it in in the, the broadcast that I had last week. I didn't mention Palm Sunday not once because I had totally forgot about it. And it wasn't until someone told me, well, you know, today's Palm Sunday. And then I was like, oh my gosh, that means next Sunday is Easter. So I had to prepare something for today's show and recognize that it is Easter, that it was Resurrection Sunday. How could I have a show and not talk about that? But that just goes to show you how being separated has, it puts things in, you just forget what day it is. I know I do. Days just run into days, which runs into days. It's, it's just, you know, hey, that's a we were living right now, but in any event, I know it's Easter today. I know you all got on your Sunday best sitting here, listening to me on the radio, even though you can't go out, you can still look pretty. You can look pretty for yourself. So let's see. So I want to ask a question because we know today is the ending of Lent. I want to know how many gave, how many of you actually gave up something for Lent. Now, normally I don't participate in Lent. I just usually don't because I figure when I want to give up something in order to separate and prepare myself for what God has coming for me, I'll just do it at any given time. It doesn't have to be Lent that I'm doing it for. But this time around, I did actually participate in let actually me and my family we um we had praise and worship at noon every day and then um we had prayer in the evening at eight o'clock every day and we each had to give up something not just anything usually if you're going to give up something because you're doing it as a sacrifice it has to be something that's heartfelt to you so we each we had our own thing. We didn't have, we didn't share it. I mean, we could have shared it, but none of us really shared what we were giving up, but we each had to give up something that was, uh, 
would, would, would really be a true denying of ourself in order to draw closer to God. So we did that. And like I said, we had the prayer at eight o'clock and we did the noonday worship. And I must say, it was a really great experience. I enjoyed it. I think that we all got something out of it because um, if anything, it made everyone on one accord when it came to doing the praises and actually spending time with God. So I, I think it was a really, I think it was a great idea that my sister came up with. And I'm glad that I did participate and that we all, you know, really had a good time with it. But I was just wondering if you participated in Lent, what did you actually give up? And if you did give up something, I pray that whatever it is that you wanted to receive from God or anything that you were looking for, even if it was just to get in a better place with him, I pray that you were successful with that. So now, like I said before, last week was Palm Sunday, which was the beginning of Holy Week. And if you know anything about, you know, everything that was going on, Holy Week was the week that Jesus made his entry into Jerusalem. So now we have Palm Sunday, which started Holy Week. Jesus makes his entrance into Jerusalem. Then we have Morty Thursday, which was the commemoration of the Last Supper when Jesus shared his Passover meal with the disciples, which was the night before he was crucified. So now here it was all this week that just passed was a whole lot going on. We had Palm Sunday. We had Maudie Thursday, which was the last supper and the Passover meal. And then we had the crucifixion, which took place on Good Friday. And that's when he hung on the cross and shed his blood for the remission of our sins. Now, while all this was taking place last week, because like I said, last week was a very busy week. We also had another holiday, which began on Wednesday, which was the Passover. And now Passover is one of the most important Jewish holidays, which marks the celebration of the Jews being freed from slavery in Egypt, otherwise known as the Exodus. Now for all of you who know the Bible, you know that Exodus is the second book of the Bible. And you can read all about how Moses led the people away from Pharaoh with the help of God. But I'm gonna give you a quick overview of the story because the, I wanna tie two things in together. Now, Last week, I believe it was last, last Sunday, actually, Palm Sunday, they actually had on the Ten Commandments. So for those of you who haven't read the Bible, don't know the story of Exodus, you can see um, an adaptation of what the book in the Bible, Exodus, talks about if you were to have watched the Ten Commandments. But in a quick overview... It's the story of the Jews who were in captivity after the death of the, okay, the Jews actually got placed into captivity under the Egyptians after Joseph passed away. And now sidebar, 
Joseph and his brothers, they were the sons of Jacob, whose name became Israel after he was wrestling with the angel. Now, in order to get all that, you're going to have to go back and read because I, I can't go into the details. of. I just said that because I need to give you the background story of why these Jews were in captivity and why they became slaves. So here it is. We have Joseph's children died. So after that, Egypt didn't recognize and they didn't know anything about Joseph being there with his brothers. So when they saw the Jews and they had multiplied and there were so many of them, they just said, we're going to make them slaves. So here it is. Jacob had his name changed to Israel because he was the one that wrestled with the angel. And now this, when I think about the story of Jacob wrestling with the angel, it reminds me that when we wrestle with God and his will for us, because he is so good that we will sometimes wrestle with him and he'll wrestle, he'll, he will allow us to wrestle with him knowing, of course, we know who's going to win. He always wins, but he will let us wrestle with him. But when we think about it, we may struggle with the things that God has for us. And we might feel like we're in a place by ourselves when we're going through it. But if we think about it in the end, it's his blessings always come. No matter what we're struggling with, with him or even with ourselves, when we hold on to him, the blessings always come in the end. But in that, I say, when I had called Jacob, Jacob, and then I said his name became Israel, is God changed Jacob's name to Israel after he had the struggle with the angel. And God changed his name because the new name was a reflection of the change that had taken place in him. Like if you remember Abraham back in Genesis, when we spoke about him, Abraham's name was Abram when he first started out. But then when he went through his transition, remember when he broke off from Lot and then that's when God was truly able to bless him with the promise that he had for him originally he changed his name to Abraham. Just like here with Jacob, his name was Jacob from birth, but after he wrestled with God, God changed his name to Israel. And it's just a little note that you keep in your mind that when the names change, the names change, the name changes mean something of significance. That means usually the person has gone through something and when they come out on the other side, they are new person. So like Paul, whose name was Saul before he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, that changed his life. So his name became Paul. But if you see in the Bible where you'll have somebody have one name and then their name change, it's usually because they went through a transition and they now become that new person. And it almost makes you think even in real life, if you were called something and now people know you as another name, you can now look at it as that's your transition. You've transitioned into being 
a new person as well. So getting back to the story of the Jews in captivity, when God called Moses out of the wilderness to go back to Egypt, that he was calling Moses to go and lead the people away from Pharaoh. But Moses was hiding in the wilderness because he had killed an Egyptian that he saw beating a Hebrew slave. So when God heard the cries of the Jewish people, he tapped Moses and said, look, I need you to go back to Egypt and free the Jews. So now, of course, Moses didn't think he was worthy. He didn't think that he was the proper one to do it. You know, like we always do when, call, when God calls us to do something for him. And we don't think that we have the capabilities to do it. And we second guess what God already knows we're capable of doing. That's the same thing Moses was going through. He was trying to wiggle his way out of not going back to have to deal with Pharaoh to to get the people to be released. So God finally convinces him. He goes, is back and forth with Pharaoh, back and forth, back and forth. They're back and forth with the whole, um, Moses trying to convince Pharaoh, you know, you need to let the people go. Cause God said, you need to let the people go. And Pharaoh's not, no, I'm not letting them go. You know, the story. If you've seen the 10 commandments, you know, the story, or even if you've heard somebody talk about the story, you know, it was a back and forth thing, back and forth. But the whole thing with Moses, now that story is even something too, because he, and you see how God tangles things. And that's the whole thing about the Bible. And I don't, that's why I don't understand what people say. I don't know how people read the Bible. It's so boring. I don't understand. There is so much juicy stuff happening in the Bible that if you really took the time to read it, you'd be like, no, they didn't do that. I mean, just the whole story. Now I'm going to give you another sidebar, the story of Moses and how he even came into play. Moses wasn't even supposed to be alive. Moses was supposed to be dead from birth. The, the Pharaoh that was in charge when Moses was born had already put out, um, he had already put out a command that any male child that was born to one of the Jews was supposed to be killed. Only the female babies were supposed to be kept. All the male babies were supposed to be killed. Moses's mother put him in a basket, sent him down the river with his sister. Who picks up the basket? Pharaoh's sister. She takes the baby in the house raises Moses as being her own and he wins the heart of Pharaoh. He's running the whole city. He's all over making plans, doing everything like as if he's an Egyptian and he's Hebrew. He's a, he was a Hebrew baby. So long story short, when he kills the Egyptian, he runs away because the people knew and they were going to kill him. So he ran into the wilderness. God takes him from the wilderness, brings him back to go back to Egypt to handle this whole thing with letting the, the, the Jews go. So here's another thing too, you got to keep in mind, whatever it is that you're going through in your life. And I've always looked at this with my own life as well. Everything that you've gone through at the time when you're going through it, you don't realize that's the reason why you're going through it, but best believe 
everything that you're going through and experiencing, you're going to need it later on down the road with whatever it is he has for you to do. All that stuff is going to come back and you're going to be able to draw on it to get done what God has purposed for you in your life. Because here Moses, he didn't know when he was growing up in Pharaoh's house that he was going to have to come back and deal with the same people that had raised him and looked at him as being practically the next Pharaoh himself. He had no idea that that's what was in the cards for him. But here it is. He was the one sent back by God to rescue these Jews from, from the Egyptians. So I say all that to say, getting back to the Passover. Now here it is. It was the last plague. Fast forward from all the other plagues, the frogs, the flies, the blood water, all that. Fast forward. The last plague that was going to fall on the Egyptians was the death of all firstborn sons. Now that meant Egyptians and Jews. So in order for the Jews to be exempt from the plague, which that's where God told them to take the blood of a lamb and mark their doorpost so that the death plague would pass over the house and not kill the people that were inside. So all the Jews that had the blood marked on their doorpost, they were spared if they had firstborns in their house, they didn't die. But here it is. This is where I, now this is the connection that I'm drawing. That Passover blood that was put on the doorpost was just a foreshadowing of Christ because the Jews needed the blood to cover them from the sentence of death that was put upon them because it was a, a sentence of death that was pronounced over that whole land in Egypt. So the Jews needed the blood to cover them from that death sentence, just like we needed Christ to shed his blood on the cross to cover our death sentence that was pronounced on us when Adam was banished from the Garden of Eden. So the whole Passover and... Easter and Good Friday, you'll notice that sometimes they fall around the same times. Sometimes they might be two weeks apart, but for the most part, you've noticed that they've been like maybe within the same week. I remember one year they fell, Passover fell on the same day as Good Friday, and it was that whole shedding of blood, but my, my point is that whole shedding of blood. The shedding of the blood that Moses had to use to cover the doorpost the same shedding of the blood that we needed to cover for us today for the remission of our sins to save us so that we could have everlasting life. So that was my little tidbit. I wanted to tell you guys about the two holidays that we're celebrating this week, you know, Easter being today and they're still doing Passover. I believe it's for another couple of days. They still have Passover and, um, that's what I wanted to tie in together to show you guys what Passover was, talk about all of Holy Week and what Easter is and what it means to us. And I think 
right about now. Everybody knows that when I go into that, I think right about now, then I'm about to play a song, right? I think we're due for a song. I think a song would be just good right about now. Don't you agree? No? I agree. I think it would be good. Let's see. What song am I going to play? Um, let me see. Let me think about it. And I'll come back and put on a song. You know what I think I want to do? I think that I want to take the song that I want to play. I want to take it back. This is an older song, but I think I need something upbeat. And this is what was coming to my mind as I was talking to you guys about the whole resurrection and the Passover and the blood. This song came to my mind to play. So I think I'm going to play this one and then I'll come back and we'll talk some more about what's going on with them this holiday today.
space for what I treasure, and I make time for what I want. I choose my priorities, and Jesus, you're my number one. So I
song break song pours I figured we needed some praise and worship because today is a glorious day today is a day of celebration so I figured you know what you don't need me flapping my gums the entire show let's just have some praise and worship and really get into what today is about we're supposed to be celebrating our king has risen he lives he is here with us right now as the songs that I played, we're crowning him Lord. He's Lord of Lord, King of Kings. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's just today, I just, I just felt like I just wanted to play music because like I said, it's a glorious day. It's Resurrection Sunday. But now the last song that I played, I want to ask you, how many of you have made room for Christ in your life? Have you given him the space that he's asking for in your heart? Have you set your priorities to be in order, whether it be to spend more time with him during the day or during the evening? Are you acknowledging him in all that you do? Even if it's just that you just want to get to know him better. Have you decided today that you're going to make room for Christ in your life? I'm just curious because today could be the beginning of a beautiful relationship between you and your savior. I'm just curious. I mean, when you think about it, to wrap everything up, we have Easter Sunday, which we know it's the day that Christ laid down his life. No one took his life from him. He laid down his life to pay the price, the full price of the penalty for our sins. He was perfect and he was spotless. He raised up from the dead, defeated the power of sin and death, that it had over us and he actually purchased our life back for us. So all of us who believe in him 
can have eternal life. What more, what more glorious news is there to receive on this Easter Sunday? And for those of you who don't know the Lord, like I always say, you just got to believe. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God, if you believe like I just went through outlined that he died on the cross to shed his blood for the remission of our sins, for your sins, for my sins, for the world's sins, and that he rose again and sits at the right hand of the father, you, my friend, are saved. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. So what better day to do it today? If you were ever thinking about doing it, if you were contemplating doing it, uh, I don't know. If you were hemming and hawing, I don't know. I don't know. Today, with everything that's going on, the uncertainty of life, and not just because of this coronavirus, because even without the coronavirus, nothing was guaranteed. Your tomorrow is not guaranteed. Your next hour is not guaranteed. And I break it down like that, not to sound or put fear in anybody, but it's just that real. Just like I always say, use myself as a perfect example. I'm talking to you right now. I don't know what's going to happen an hour from now. And I usually, I especially used to say it when I was actually in the studio and I had to drive back and forth because once you get behind the wheel of a car, yes, you're mindful of what you're doing and you're paying attention to what other drivers are doing, but you don't know what is out there ahead of you. But I know that I serve a God that watches over me in everything that I do. I have that reassurance. I'm not even questioning. I know that when I leave my home, my angels are encamped around me and we go and do whatever it is I need to do. But how many of you could actually say what I just said, that you know, that you know, that you know who's walking with you? How many of you can say that? But I know how you can get to be able to say that. Just believe and follow the words that I gave you just before. And then you too can have that assurance like I do. That he's here every step of the way with me. Every step of the way. So on this Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, this Passover season, for those of you who celebrate Passover, hey, Maybe you might want to find out about who this Jesus is that I'm talking about. Maybe you want to just do a little deep dive and see if this is somebody that you might want to look into. Can't hurt. In today's world, you can look into whatever it is you want to look into. But at the end of the day, it's always who's the one that's there. Who's the one that has stood the test of time? Who's the one that actually lived died, rose again, and you can talk to him and he's here every day with you. You can feel his presence every day with you. Jesus Christ. What? His name? Emmanuel. God with us. God among us. Every day. So folks, my time is winding down. I hope you enjoyed this show. I tried to make it 
informative but yet light also because it's a heavy time so I try to keep the shows kind of light because we're all dealing with whatever we're dealing with on a daily basis you know just with the whole corona thing and it looks like it's you know praise God it looks like it's going to be winding down soon I pray that it does and with today's show with it being Easter and I know a lot of us are used to going out and having dinner or having family over or for back in the day like when we were teenagers you know today would have been the day that Coney Island opened up and anybody that's a Brooklynite anybody that's a Brooklynite or from New York City knows that Coney Island was the spot to be on Easter or you went to the movies you were either at 42nd Street at the movies or you were going to Coney Island to hang out and just have fun it was Easter you went to church and you know in the morning you had your dinner and then you were out hanging with your friends you were either like I said you were either going to the movies or you were going to Coney Island but right now the teenagers today they can't even do that because everybody's on a lockdown everybody's well not locked down but you know everybody's sheltering in place so you really can't even have a good time but you can make it a good time put a movie on act like you're in the movies in your own home pop up some popcorn everybody just sit around play some games I know they have those games that I'm sure that you could feel like you're on a roller coaster if roller coasters are your thing which they were never mine but if you want to I'm sure there's trust me there's an app out there for everything so if you want to act like you're at an amusement park today be it Coney Island be it Great Adventure for those of you in Jersey that used to go to Great Adventure those of you up there in Rye that went to Rye Playland whatever it is that you did on this day enjoy yourself be safe if you do venture out make sure to keep your distance I'm not even sure how the weather is going to be but whatever you do stay safe be mindful of one another, be blessed, be a blessing to someone else, as I always say, and God willing, I will speak to you again next week. Be well. Thank you.